They told me for years there was no money in podcasting. Well, they were all wrong. This is an ambiguous podcast solutions original podcast. A podcast years in the making. Centered around You're listening topics. to Boom. Talking with Tarasha, with your host and founder of Ambiguous Podcast Solutions, Will Tarasha. Join Will and his guests as they talk about anything and everything under the sun. Now, without further ado, let's do this. Yes, I know I have gray hair. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is the Talking with Tarashuk podcast. My name is Will Tarashuk. That is T as in Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K with a W-I-L-L right in front of it. And today I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the friend, the fan, everything in between. All good words for the one and only man from Canada, Mr. Fretz. Mr. Fretz, how are you, sir? Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Thanks for having me on, Will. And you forgot... uh science teacher as you once claimed that i was yeah so that is that is the origin story that we have to tell my friend so for those who don't know mr frets um real name is james right Fretz, i can call you james frets here yeah, you can call um, you can call me james yeah so uh james frets from canada is started out as a fan um of the kings of the rings podcast much like my guest from a few weeks ago the one and only k murphy um Fretz found our podcast somehow, ended up on one of our live streams, and all of a sudden Ricky was just like, we got a comment from a James Fretz. And I go, I just went by Mr. Fretz. And I was, I remember the joke was his name sounds like he is a science teacher. So from then on in, it's just, you can see it in his lower third. It's just Mr. Fretz. I don't ever call him James. It's always Mr. Fretz. So Fretz, tell me. The story from your perspective, like how you stumbled across the podcast, how you found yourself on a live stream, and how you got the courage to put a comment in and lead us here four years later. Well, around, I think it was around uh, one of the Summer Slams that were in Brooklyn. So that would have been 2016, I think. Mm-hmm. I started getting the genius idea to start live tweeting and talking about wrestling during Raw, SmackDown, NXT, whatever show I happened to be watching at that point in time. And I found my follower account getting a little bit up there. I'm like, huh, who is the Kings of the Rings podcast? And this was when uh, Dusty Dave was a part of your your crew. Shout out to Dusty Dave, Shout by the Dusty way. Dave. Shout out to Dave. And I saw, oh, now they're live. I was bored one night. I was off work scrolling through Twitter. And huh, what is live? Because I had had Twitter for about five years at that point, And I still didn't know how to do it. Still kind of don't today, but <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's a live stream here, and it's these guys. So they're talking about whatever wrestling event was during that week, and thought, I'll shoot the shit in here for just a little bit. And lo and behold, a meme was born. I was gonna go look back and see exactly when, what episode that was, but you named one after me in like eighty three, eighty four, something like that. And you guys are approaching three hundred now, just about. Yeah, we are we are pushing close to three hundred. So this was in, uh, I believe it might it was Tarashuk Towers. <laughs> there was that it, era it, of podcast. It was because I graduated. I graduated from Hofstra twenty seventeen. So it was that summer because we were in Dave, Ricky, and I were in my bedroom, um, of my house after college. Um, so that was that summer. Must have been summer, fall, whenever it was, but. It's always surreal to me 
threats, the fact that people actually like the stuff I create, people actually listen to my podcast. It's not just like, you know, my mom, my girlfriend, or my friends. So I guess like, what was it? <laughs> what was it about the three of us that made you stick around? It had to be just your senses of humor. And you guys were, weren't just boringly, droningly talking about wrestling. Yeah. I had been a big fan of podcasts at that point for a couple of years because I spent I spent a couple of years doing night shifts at my job at a grocery store in town. And I thought, I need some time to kill the time because the radio station we had on at work uh, sucks ass. Mm. Like modern <laughs> pop music, modern pop music, like at yeah, the time, yeah, like people yeah. like Lord. Yeah, no, not my forte. So I need what's going to make the time go by. So I discovered talk is Jericho, the attitude era podcast. I'm like, these guys don't post enough. I need more content. Lo and behold, I found you guys through a wrestling podcast, but it was through following each other on Twitter. I don't know who did first. And I thought this is, this is going to do good. And just your humor, you guys not only cover it, but you, I love all the, uh, sidebergs as you would coin. Would, we do, would go we do coin them. We do coin them sidebergs. They're and, sidebars. And, and I even stuck with you guys after that, <laughs> that work, if you will. Okay. Let's get, uh, let's get in a little, let's get, let's let's a little backstory on the work. Uh, <laughs> I believe was it this what Fretz, was it Saudi Arabia was the argument? It had I don't remember or was the context. It, or was, it, was it or was it top tier talent? It was somewhere between top tier talent and Saudi Arabia, but I know it's like you and Dave had a falling out. <laughs> yeah, it, it might have it might have been top tier talent. So the argument was uh, in the wrestling world, the, the idea of, you know, what is top tier talent, meaning like the best of the best top of the card. And my argument was top tier talent is anyone who won the belts. The, 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 the world championship is considered top tier talent. And the argument got pretty heated pretty quickly. Um, like it usually does. But this one just tipped me over the edge. Because I believe Dave said something like, I had like a racist point of view and I just flipped my lids. Like how fucking dare you essentially. And to the point where I, I was like, listen, we're done. I stopped the podcast early, stopped the recording, turned off Skype, shut my computer. I was like, I'm just, I'm not doing this right now. And I like, so that was all real. That was all a hundred percent real. But then, you know, the next day we got in our group chat, uh, we figured it out. Like we, we like, we, we pretty much just hashed it out and, you know, called a spade a spade, buried a hatchet. But then I was just like, what if we make a, what if we make an angle out of this? And just like next week, I'm not on. Like Ricky cuts this vicious promo on me. Like I respond on Twitter. It's like the whole shebang. And it's just, it's just all fake. <laughs> it's just oh. all fake. And then we, it, it honestly, it backfired. It was probably a bad idea in hindsight, but I stick by it. I thought it was a great idea. Yeah. I, I'll say this. I, I didn't like it because I, I was getting to know you guys a little bit more through that and through the live streams. And yeah. I considered you friends and part of my lives. And when I saw that was ending so abruptly over something, okay, racism, not petty, but top tier talent. I'm just like, are you guys fucking kidding me right now? Oh, incredibly petty. <laughs> it's, inc and I, it's an incredibly I, petty thing to argue about for sure. I think I sent either the KOTR Twitter account or Ricky just like a, a pissed off like tirade DM and then Ricky, the, the level headed one that Ricky is just like, okay, don't just 
okay, now, like, frets, just think about it like this, or hold on a second, dude. Because he he's called me off the off the ledge a couple of times. So it's he's a pretty good soundboard when it comes to that. And I was where I wasn't ready to stop listening because I'm like, this podcast is so damn good. I can't stop listening, but what's going to happen with Dusty Dave? Like, what if they get a third person? And in my mind, I'm like, what if they ask me? No, I'm not doing it then. Because <laughs> back then, I wasn't even thinking about podcasting. Here I am, what, three years later? Yeah. And I'm doing it. It's funny, Fred, so I mentioned, I actually read that DM. I actually read that DM exchange. Because, <laughs> oh, no. like, like, Ricky, Ricky, like, after that happened, Ricky put it in our group chat on, like, our, me and Dave and Ricky's Facebook group chat. I was like, oh, Fred's bought it, hook, line, and sinker. So, like, behind the oh. scenes, we were just... We were just, we were laughing a lot. <laughs> we were laughing a lot. We we're like, all right, should we tell him? I was like, no, dude. I put my foot down. I was like, we're not telling anybody until it all comes out. And uh, Nikki Skywalker still hasn't talked to me since because, like, she she texted me <laughs> separately, you know, like feeling really bad. And, like, I had to play it up. I didn't play it up. I didn't think I played it up too hard, but I might have. And but she was just like, if this is all the work, I'm gonna be fucking. I'm gonna fucking kill you and be really mad. And she meant it. But uh. I was just like, okay, as long as I don't straight up lie to her. If she straight up said, is this a work? I would have been like, yeah, I wouldn't have lied. But I meant to tiptoe around it so I didn't actually lie. But, uh, yeah, she was pissed. She was really pissed. And you were really pissed. I'm not going to lie, Fretz. Uh, that one hurt. I was like, oh, he's really mad. He might lose Fretz. I was like, oh, shit. That's when I thought, okay, we fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but all is forgiven. I mean, we we buried the hatchet, and you know, I I was talking to even uh, Nate about this as well. Like even when it was going on, and after the fact, and we're just like, oh, those oh those freaking guys, and and you know, same with me. I haven't heard from Nikki in a long time myself. We used to have a group chat with like me and her, and like uh, who who was I can't think of her name right now. It's gonna drive me nuts. Miss Lovebat, whatever her Twitter handle oh, is. Um, Christina. Right? No, I'm not Chris. I've I've never talked to Christina. No, but like Kayla and uh, oh, those. Yeah, like I still I still talk to those ones, but yeah, not Nikki. Eventually, what? what it was went out as work, just like you bastards. You even played up. Was it Wade at like an Evolve show and they sat like in between you and dude? So that that was a happy accident because Wade bought a hook line and sticker too. Because we actually bought the tickets to Evolve in Queens, New York at Laboom. Shout out to Laboom. Like weeks and weeks and weeks before. So that oh, no. was just a happy accident where like we were like, fuck, like what are we gonna do? So uh Ricky, like me and Ricky are texting each other, like he were like, like, listen, here's what we gotta do. Like, we gotta we gotta play it up at the show. So we go to the show and like me, Ricky, and Dave were all there, like before Wade even got there. Like, you know, like nothing ever happened because it was all cool. But like once Wade got there, Ricky just flipped a switch and I felt the shade. I was like, damn, he's really mad at me. <laughs> oh, no. So I almost worked myself into a shoot at Evolve. We made it to like, it was like Ricky, Wade, Dave, and then me. So like, like we just didn't look at each other. Didn't really talk to each other. Like after the show, you can get, can get like a picture with the, with the wrestlers. I just left. I was like, fuck oh. this. I'm out. And Wade bought it hook, line, and sinker. But yeah, man, that was fun. It was just, it was just all good fun. But I, I just, I understand why people were mad. Um, so if you were one of them listening to this, you know, I'm sorry, but get over it. Yeah, it was what, what three years ago? Rachel was the person that I was thinking of, by the way. So that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah. 
Yeah, we 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 still try, shout out to all those people. They're 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 good folks. We have a great fan that base, dude. What, we have a great fan base. You do. It's and it's been ever growing. I'm I'm really proud of their everything that you've been, and now you're doing what? How many different podcasts are you doing now, Will? Uh, two. I'm sticking. I'm sticking it to two. Uh, occasionally a third. Uh, so my three podcasts, obviously, Kings of the Rings, uh, where we talk about wrestling. This one, where I talk about whatever. It's my. It's a variety show where I talk to anyone I find interesting, and uh, I consider Fretz my first, like my first fan. Uh, like our, Kings of Rings first fan was Danny, but. Brett's is very personal to me. I don't know why I, cl- I claim you as my own. Um, well, thank you. And then the other one is the ambiguous podcast solution where I do pretty much do what I'm doing here, except for podcasts and more of a networking tool, business tool. Um, but this one in King's Drinks is where I put most of my time and effort into. Okay. So you had American Minutes there for a bit, didn't you? <sighs> we did. So American Minutes, what happened with American Minutes was that was with Nash. And Nash is a friend from school as well as a business partner. Um, and I had this idea in college because Nash is incredibly smart. He is one of the most logical and intelligent people I've ever met in my entire life. And from college, I was like, this guy needs a podcast. He just needs someone to do it with him. So my original idea for American Minutes was you put Nash on one end of the table. You put someone else at the other end of the table who can be like extreme, quote unquote. Like uh, we had another friend who was very liberal, very left-leaning. So I was like, okay, that'd be a great one. Just put Nash in the middle. I'm a moderator. Just debate, right? I got had another friend who was super Catholic, like very anti-abortion and um, very Republican. I was like, that'd be amazing because Nash would just run circles around him too. So I wanted to kind of do that and just bring all the recurring guests back and forth and just kind of have Nash pretty much prove them all stupid. But I couldn't get that third person. So eventually I convinced Nash to do just me and him where originally it was you mad, bro. Whereas pretty much we talk about anything the internet's mad about. So a lot of politics, right? Or um, whatever Logan Paul did this week, essentially, right? So, and then that originally rebranded into American Mints because we did so much politics. It was just all politics. Okay, let's just change the name of the show. Um, but then it got to a point where, you know, if I want to be a business owner, if I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to be whatever it is I want to be, even in a, or a full, full-time capacity somewhere else, you know, I can't really have these controversial opinions, at least not be so openly brazen about them. So it's just for optics, PR, and just how draining it was. We put that shit to a close. <laughs> okay. Because I liked you mad bro at first. It, it, it was kind of funny, like going through just, Whatever on the internet, I thought it was entertaining. It was fun, dude. It was a great. It was a great show. It was a great idea. It was just it. It we we drifted off and found something else we wanted to talk to. Now one day we're gonna bring it back. Um, when we're so successful, it just doesn't even matter. But who knows if that'll ever happen? Um, but Fretz, you started a podcast, Fretzelmania. That's why I have your lower third ass. Fretzelmania podcast. So tell me about. We're here on the show. There it is. Like, why you got a podcast? What got you into a podcast? And how Fretz Mini was born? Well, it was mostly from listening to to you guys to uh, to rant with Ant the fourth. Well, everyone that has been or is to this day affiliated with WrestleAddict Radio. Yeah. So it was like you guys, fourth wall. uh, I'm trying to think of the only smash this podcast. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, and Mr. Warren Hayes on YouTube and all these people are doing that. And I'm like, I like wrestling. I don't have any friends who watch wrestling other than the ones that I interact with on social media. But, and, and my pat, my pat, I'm passionate about retro stuff. I love some current stuff. Like I am so excited for WrestleMania. It's going to be bollocks, but it's just going to be so entertaining. Like when you have a lot of celebrities involved, it's, yeah, it's going to be something else. So I thought I'm going to do this. I love fantasy rebooking. So even people like, you know, the, the Adam Blompier videos and all that. So I had a word note with, all right, let's see. What do I want a fantasy book? I started off with WrestleMania 15, the first WrestleMania I ever watched on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. And I went back and listened to my first show and I was anxious, nervous, very, very monotone, very boring. I would book Stone Cold versus The Rock versus Mick Folk, just straight up there. And I didn't get, you didn't get frets. Like you didn't get my, my personality. Like I'm somewhat of an outgoing guy to a point where I'm like, okay, I've had enough people today. I want to go home. Mm-hmm. But I'm also incredibly socially awkward, which is why I'm kind of glad I haven't done WrestleMania live with a bunch of you folks yet. Cause <laughs> you'll have enough of me at some point. Oh, we're going to like Mr. Oh, Fretz, it is, it is legitimately a goal of Ricky and Kay's and mine is to get you down to a show where we can all go to together. You'll stay at one of our houses. All right. We all live, we all, we all live crazy lives, but that is definitely a goal. Um, so wrestling in Canada, how often do you go to live events? If, if ever, because wrestling isn't in Canada that often. You're, 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 you're near Toronto. How far are you from Toronto? I'm about uh, a couple hours, I think. Let's see. So where, where's, where's, Toronto nearest now? Major, where's the nearest major city where WWE would go to? Like... Uh, Kitchener. And that's, about two, and that's about two hours from here. Jesus. Okay. And I haven't been to a live wrestling event in 19 years. Wow. The last one I went to was a house show in Oshawa, Ontario, Canada, which is like 40 minutes from where I grew up. Uh-huh. And the main event was Scott Steiner versus Oshawa's own test. The main event. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Okay. Law Resist- Resistance made their debut on that show, coming out to the Finnish national anthem. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It's like Nikolai Volkov came out to that or WrestleMania X7. What are you doing? But, you know, I had just heard 19. I thought, eh, I'll go to a wrestling show. It was fun. I went to another house show three days after the Montreal Screwjob. It was very, I was 13 years old. I was a mark. I didn't know shit. Like, this is awkward because everyone around me is like, where's Bret Hart? What's going to happen to Bret Hart? Something, something. Kid behind me holding up, we want Brett's, Brett sign. I'm like, I'm sorry to break your heart, bud, but he's going to WCW. He's, he's not going to be here. <laughs> Owen was there, wrestled uh, Steve Austin in a semi-main event, so that was a pretty fun time. Damn, so that's how long ago it was. Wow. Damn. Yeah. And okay. one random house show at a Canada day celebration in my hometown of Cannington hometown of NHL or Rick McLeish. If anyone knows that name. And it was headlined by former WWF talent, Jason sensation. You know, the guy that dressed oh, up like Owen dude, Hart. I love Jason sensation. He did all the voices. 
he he did him that day too. He was so I spent the entire day talking to him about Owen Hart, and okay, this was July two thousand. So Kurt Angle had just broken out, and he had just came out of his shell a little bit and became like dorky Kurt Angle. We just we talked about how much we love Kurt and how when is he going to be WWF champion? This guy is so awesome, and every time he gets the camera, I just go, "It's true." <laughs> That's the same thing. But I, I'm aching for a live wrestling show, especially like up here in Ontario. We're just about to lift the mask mandates, which I am looking forward to. <laughs> it's an, I hate masks, the burning hot passion, and that's an understatement, but I do understand safety, da, 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 COVID, but <sighs> yeah, I'm ach- aching I, to get I, something. I, I also hate the masks. Uh, very happy. I only, I, I only have to wear them on public transport, which... Uh, I think Biden just extended it for another 30 days. So it'll be like end mid-April is when I'm going to relook at it. Um, I get it. Like New York City subways, I don't mind wearing a mask. It's the cities are disgusting. Like on the bus <laughs> or dirty transit, it drives me nuts. But I, I get it. Um, so what was, what was COVID like for you up in Canada? Because recently, truckers kind of went crazy. <laughs> and then, then the government went even crazier. But uh, I don't know. You, you can you can avoid this if you want. If you want to talk about Canadian politics, uh, I have somebody. I just want to know so much about Canada in general. But what was COVID like for you, um, like in your hometown and your nearest community? Like what? What break it down for me? Well, I live uh, I live in Sable Beach. It is uh, one of the top tourist beaches in actually all of Canada. I think it's second only to either Grand Bend or Wasaga, which are both I think on Lake Huron as well as Sable, just a little, a little couple hours West of Toronto, but during the off season, it's a small town, maybe like two, 3000 people at, at most. And then during the summer we get, depends on the weekend. We can get like a hundred thousand people here at the beach. It's wow. It's happening. And at the, at the start of the pandemic, it's just a lot of us up here, we were just like kind of, scared, afraid. We didn't know what this was, but for me, it was, it was business as usual. Again, you know, I work at a, it's a grocery store. It's, it's ran by family. So I work for family, but at at the start of that, I put in more hours at that store than I ever did. Cause we get, you know, some people were, were, were temporarily leaving because they were, they were scared or some people just left because they, they had other jobs and I, well, I have to put in some time here. I have to go help out my family and do what I can. So for a good chunk, it was business as usual. You would get, there used to be a certain group of people every few months would be the ones that would get vilified by the media or by just people in general. First off, it was like, okay, two weeks to flatten the curve. That was literally two years ago this week. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. I, oh my God. Holy shit. That's an epiphany and a half right there. Uh, Sunday will be the two year anniversary of, the big well actually would be the next Wednesday would be that that Monday would be that Monday of two years ago when the lockdown officially began March sixteenth. Damn. Yep. That's wild. I I remember it like it was yesterday because at my job I used to work one overnight shift a week because that's what our delivery schedule was on yeah. a Tuesday Tuesday evenings. So I'd start at about ten, work until six thirty a.m. And when I went to work. I still remember Ruby Gobert, an NBA player. He mm-hmm. had diagnosed the COVID, and he went like touched Touch all, all the, the microphones, microphones around, thinking it was a joke, yeah. dude. And then literally, I go, I wake up the next day, and it's like, 
oh, hey, there might not be hockey tonight. I'm like, oh, man, am I going to miss the Leafs game? Son of a bitch. <laughs> I, go to, I go to bed. I go to about 7.30. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to crack a beer, go to bed, wake up in the afternoon. Next thing I know, just the world is topsy-turvy. Like I get all, I think I had some mixed missed texts from, from some of my family. And uh, I'm like, go turn on Sports Center. All sports canceled. <clears throat> all right. So for us, just a sideburg there myself, uh, there was people that were vilified throughout this entire thing. First off, it was tourists. Us being a tourist beach town, we're like, that person doesn't look like from around here. Should they be here? Should we confront? No, mind your fucking business. Don't. None of that. Then it, and then it, was, uh, then it was the people that don't wear masks. Like, if I see someone not wearing a mask, I don't say a damn thing. I mind my business because A, it's not in the job description and B, I don't want to get punched in the face. <laughs> and, th- and then they vilified people who didn't do this. I'm like, I have four words that I live by. And I think that anyone could just benefit. And it's just to each their own. Live and let live buddy. I I'm, and, I'm, and- I'm right there with you. I'm right. Th- I'm right yeah. there with you. I mean, when it comes, when it comes to masks, uh, the regular cloth masks, I guess the bandanas don't do anything. Uh, the surgical masks really only protect others if the person themselves have COVID. So, like, if you wear that blue mask, it's not going to prevent anything from getting in to you, but it's going to prevent you from spreading it to others. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, if you're symptomatic or if you if you have it, duh, wear a mask. Then it's the N95s, which actually are very, very effective. But, Fred, did you know this? Like, uh, if you have a beard... Like masks don't do anything because it just goes right under the beard. Huh. Well, I've been growing this this tash since the pan- I, I call it my COVID stash. And then, COVID stash, uh, dude. I I, I had a COVID stash. <laughs> remember my COVID stash? I remember. Yeah, you, we you, did a podcast because Ricky was in the hospital. You, you bastard! You you shared you shared that image of my birthday with me and the mustache. And I was like, this is <laughs> that's such a good rib. <laughs> it's such a good rib. Kingdom Hearts poster in the background yeah, too. Dude, awesome, I still by got the way. It. That, the, uh, the 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 banners in my bedroom. Um, nice. I still got it. I'm keeping that tapestry forever. I love that thing. I mean, I bought Kingdom Hearts on the PC, even though I didn't need to. I played that game thousands of times. I bought it, I bought it one more time. <laughs> the whole set on the PC. But uh, Fritz, I love the mustache, man. Not many people can pull off mustaches. Uh, my dad is one of them. He's been rocking the same stash since the '80s. Uh, nice. There's this actor in Jersey City who I follow and used to work with very briefly, who also rocks rocks a great mustache. And then there's you, rocking a great mustache. So, uh, tell me about your mustache. <laughs> it's such a weird question. Uh, I, st- I I would just start doing them the odd time. I, I went. To, uh, I'll have some context here. I went to a Bible college uh, to pursue. I event- initially pursued a degree. Uh, degree career in youth ministry and when i was up getting robed getting my degree even though the the dean of students you know god bless him said this is you know james frets would like to pursue a career in church and camp in my mind i'm like no i don't (laughs) (laughs) i changed i changed my mind but that's a different that's Wait, that's a that's so, a different story so, for a different so, so time. Wait, 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 wait. I, want, I, want, I want that story now. So you went to like you went to yeah. Bible what was it Bible school? Bible college Bible, in Kitchener, Emmanuel. So it's called Bible College. Yeah, there's there was quite a few uh, decent ones in. The, well, not I'm not going to say these are decent because uh, 
<laughs> just look these ones up. You have Bob Jones University in Carolina. There's Pensacola Christian College, but they're uh-huh. so conservative to the point where they have pink and blue sidewalks for guys and girls. This is Pensacola, Damn. I think. And you can't be in the opposite gender's dorm okay. anytime. Okay. At Emmanuel, you could, there, we had like certain days of the week where it could be if the door to the hall is open, you know, you can have a boy or a girl in there in your room with all the lights on and the door wide open. And you have to announce like guy when you come out on the girl's floor. <laughs> That's it was weird, but really weird. And this is just, is this like a, like a Catholic college or is this, like it's like is there like like do business majors go there or is it just people who are looking to go into the orthodoxy? It's people. I'm I'm not Catholic. Like I I, I am more pro- Protestant than I, I used to. I was in the Baptist church for a while, but I, I'm like okay. So there's a lot. There's a lot of things in in like Baptists and mainline, even mainline Protestantism that I vehemently disagree with. Like I'm pro-choice. I'm an LGBTQ ally, uh-huh. and. Again, the, the whole <laughs> to each their own thing, right? So I interned at a church for a couple of years and it was it was mostly good. Although they made me sign a piece of paper that said, Hey, uh, while you're working with us, no drinking. Although <laughs> I did in front of the pastor who told me to say nothing because we were on like a guy, it's like a guy's camping trip going out in the woods and uh-huh. you know, being being a man. And he's like, like James, I'm gonna let you know something right now. Uh I hope I'm not incriminating this guy. I'm not saying his name or the church, but it's like, hey, um, these guys are gonna offer you a beer at the campfire. Uh, you can have it. I won't say a damn thing, and you won't say anything either. <laughs> so it it was with it was youth ministry. So I was looking to be a youth pastor and just like regular politics, church politics can be ugly. Yeah, if not even uglier. Um, so t- tell me about like what was what was classics? I, I this, is, this is a new revelation for me. Uh, so yeah. you, we, we, can call, we can call you Father Frets. Um, so like what was Reverend Reverend Frets? Like so what was I guess like the, the the schooling, the education? Like what did you what did you learn? What was it like? Well, we had not elective and elective courses. Say initially, I I was thinking anywhere between a youth pastor to an addictions counselor. I thought about okay maybe expanding and to another to another school to do counseling but then after a, like a psych after a couple of psych courses and a couple of counseling courses that i almost bombed i'm like okay maybe not this but are we had elective ones like okay old testament and new testament introduction year one you take those year two was theology which is the study of god and then you had to take theology electives and if, if you're going for the same degree as me or a pastoral, good Lord, the people that had to take Greek, um, that's, that's all of a kettle of fish. And eventually it works towards your degree, but you also have to do a co-op or an internship. Of, oh, what was the, yeah, co-op or an internship as right. well. Yeah, so you put in these many hours and you report back to that. And my, my youth ministry manager was a fantastic fellow. Like he, he was the kind of guy that would take us out to Boston pizza instead of class one week. Mm. And we would just hang out and be, well, and it was funny, but back on the alcohol thing, because this was a, a college outing, you couldn't drink. I'm using the, the air quotes thing here um, for audio listeners. And it was like that. But when it was just a casual thing, 
I could go for a beer in Bible college, <laughs> even when I did my degree. Like, did, did, did I mean the, the, the co-op? Good Lord. Damn. But you, you had that and you had, and I was on campus for three of the four years that I was there. Uh-huh. Like uh, my fourth year, I got, I got a, an apartment with a friend of mine and it was funny. We packed up our last stuff from residence to go move moved to downtown Kitchener. The first thing we did is we drove right to the liquor store <laughs> and unpacked the house, sat on the porch and just cracked one open. <laughs> so how do you, how do you go from there to being a science teacher? Well, for one thing, Will, <laughs> <laughs> I told you I almost bombed high school was science it- Twice. Or was it chemistry? I think I, th- I think I thought you saw it taught chemistry. I could see like in a lab coat with like the goggles on and be like, Excelsior. Um, but so, okay. So seriously though. So you go to school for this, you get a degree. What makes you pivot and go do something completely different? It was just uh, through all my, a lot of things. It was during the internship. I just, I, I kind of realized that, well, I, I'm not a good public speaker. And then mm. here I am doing a podcaster. Uh, I'm not a good preacher like me i would just open the bible and be like okay sermon on the mount uh jesus says this and uh and that was it i i wasn't good at getting creative like if, if you've ever been to a youth group you'd get like those youth pastors who can just engage the audience and start telling stories about their life and then apply the bible to that and i'm thinking i can't do this and then i started getting a job i, I got a job through through my brother and I started working with him and then time went on and I'm like, Oh, I don't mind this job at all. This is a good job. This is a good gig. I'm making, I'm making good money. I, I live three doors down from the store. So I guess you could say it's my kryptonite rim shot. And eventually my niece and nephew came into the picture and I thought, well, I want to be in their lives more because we all live pretty close by and thought, and I haven't been to church in a while. And, beca- and because there are some things that the church are obsessed with, like they're obsessed with end times theology, like ra- like the rapture. Okay. The rapture, <laughs> I said that word in theology class and my professor stopped me dead in my tracks and said, okay, uh, next class, we're going to talk about how rapture is a load of crap. And he spent like the, ne- he spent an hour and a half blasting Harold camping. Remember that guy that said 2011, the world's going to end. Oh wait. I mean, this time the world's going to end. And there's a and lot of those. There's, this, a lot of, there's a lot of bullshitters out there. Oh, yeah. And they're getting all the money. And then it's like, okay, I don't like how the church has been treating LGBTQ community. Because, like, I, I used to think like them. I'll take this time to apologize for thinking like them in the past. I, I, had, I had to write a paper about homosexuality in college. And back then, I, I'll say then I, is this is not the way I feel now. Yeah, you, and then you, you was, grew and developed as a human being, Fred. That's just that's just the natural order of life, you know. That happens all the time. So don't don't feel bad yeah. or guilty for being right now. For for, for yeah. ended up. Don't feel bad or guilty for ending up in the correct position. I'll put yes, it that way. it's like you know I, I I still love the Lord. I still try to love my neighbors. Yeah, and. And, and to me, the, the anything other than that is just is just white noise. Are you still religious at all? Do you still go to church or do anything in terms of your faith? Well, I haven't been to church in 
had to be eight years now. Just, mm. just because Sunday morning, like ever since my sister-in-law got uh, pregnant with uh, with my nephew, he'll he'll be turning eight in November. Holy crap! I I was trained up just how to open the store on the front end. So I have to open up, you know, just like tills, cashier stuff, do pay, do the payroll, make sure all the right stuff gets sent out for Sunday morning. And then, then I have the afternoon off. Yeah. But, and there's a church right near me, but they also don't do night services because some of the ones I used to go to did, uh, well, they don't have an evening service. Well, just, I, I don't, I don't go. I would like I would I would like to, but it's like you know I'm 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 not I'm at work I'm helping out my family every Sunday, and to me that's like it's that's more, a constant. It's more, it's more important. I think the last time I went yeah. to church is when someone died, and mm. then for the funeral, and the next time I'm going to church will be my brother's wedding in October. Uh, my whole this my thing on because I grew up I grew up Catholic, um, okay, like classic standard American Catholicism. Now, America has nice. a whole bunch of different religions, and you know, we have Protestants, we have Baptists, we got the whole, like, the Judaism, we got the whole nine yards, it's America. Mm-hmm. Um, I got baptized, confirmed, whatever, communion, the whole nine yards, and I definitely believe in God. I believe in the idea of God. I think it's ignorant and foolish to believe there's not something, whether it's a God, being, spirit, whatever, that's more powerful than us out there. There's definitely something we can consider a God out there. Did they create the universe and Adam and Eve? No, probably not. But I think religion and spirituality can be very comforting to people. And I generally think that the lack of religious and religion beliefs in society, American society as a whole, is detrimental. Because you got to extract the morals, the values, the teachings of religion, specifically Catholicism, as well as all the other religions, because they're all very similar. But don't listen directly to the words of the Bible or the teachings of a church, because a church is an institution, right? That's where I get up. That's my problem with religion. It's the institution of yes. religion, whereas opposed to, like, you know, the, the story of, like, Cain and Abel, right? Or the story of, um, you know, take your pick, the, the one where God wanted that Abraham to kill his son or whatever and just prove his loyalty like there's morals and things you can extract from that to use in your everyday life like Adam and Eve temptation right like don't screw up what's already in paradise stuff like that so there's stuff you can pull from that but it's the institution and then pretty much people people fucked it all up (laughs) yeah exactly yeah and it's and 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 this is to be in a good way but it's it's a crutch yeah but in a good way, and I'm, I'm immediately drawn to a, a Christian, a well-known Christian band, uh, Thousand Foot Crutch. You know, I, that's what just really came to my mind right now because a thousand feet high. Okay, I get it. And and with that, I, I used to listen to a lot of Christian music. There was a point in time where I'm like, okay, I'm just because my my then best friend did. It's like I'm just going to lob all my non-Christian CDs out. Just I don't have use for them. They're not edifying is the word that he would use yeah. that he would use uh, yeah. in, encouraging but then then through the whole oh, reopening my mind process i'm like okay uh garbage in garbage out i mean does that apply for this i mean because like i've always loved metallica van halen acdc all, all these bands cl- classic bands but there, there are some like, even to this day i respect and one of them is five iron frenzy 
they're uh, uh, they're a ska band that used they used to run in the Christian circles, but they would also sing a little bit about uh, themes that would ruffle the feathers of uh, churches today, like uh, um, oh, what is it like like white Christian nationalism or like the slaughter of of the of the natives and and homosexuality and all these themes. And th- there are now two members in that band who are atheists or two. I think there's two of them now. And like one, and one of them is a preacher. So like, and they're like, yeah, we love each other. We love music. It doesn't matter. Like we don't play the Christian circles anymore. And that's one thing that I admire about bands like that. Interesting. Do you play any instruments? You ever play any music? Oh God, no. No, come on, Fretz. Okay, <laughs> no. if, if you, in another life, what instrument would you want to be master at? Guitar, obviously. Guitar? Okay, yeah, well, I guess, uh, I'm, I'm a drummer, Fretz. I was hoping maybe. I I, I respect, I, you know what? Unlike some musical types out there, I respect the drummer. I mean, Alex Van Halen and like, who's the one-armed dude from Def Leppard? Like, yeah, come I always, on, I, I, always, I always forget there was a one-armed drummer from Def Leppard. He just used extra pedals. Um to get the other, pretty much seem like the other hand. Uh, the best drummer of all time without hands down is Travis Barker. Like, easy. I mean, if you want to go old school, old school, you can go as far back as uh, the guy who died in the plane. Um, Buddy Holly. Richie Valens? Uh, the, like, it was, the day the music died, he was one He was one of the drummers died in that plane accident. Um, okay. Buddy Rich, maybe? I forget his name. I have to, I have to look there was Buddy up. Holly, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper. Those are the ones I, that was the ones I know that died that day. But also, like, you know, I, I'd be a bad Canadian if I didn't say Neil Peart, although I think Rush is kind of overrated. I was just going to say Neil Peart. Yeah, of course. So he just he just died a few years ago, too. He did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Canadian celebrities always surprises me, like, how many people are celebrities, like, Canadian. Uh, like, Jinder Mahal, he's Canadian. Yeah, oh, I I hold Jinder Mahal close to my <laughs> heart, man. Don't, don't hinder the gender. Everyone's just like, oh, something. I'll, I'll read Twitter, then it's like half the time it's probably an extremely offensive remark i'm like dude's from calgary like yeah. seriously and, and for those who don't know jinder mahal is um an indian wrestler uh who just happened to be born in canada so he's canadian yeah i th- i think he's affiliate i don't know if he's affiliated with uh the singh family like tiger ali singh tiger jeet singh that or he just no i i don't know i have a feeling that they're connected somehow uh I don't know. Like they're, they're, and they're, they're all from Alberta, so. Interesting. That's really interesting. So who's, who's your favorite Canadian celebrity, Fretz? Give me a few. Can- Canadian celebrity. Well, they're, some of them are mostly hockey players, but, you know, if I were to go non-athlete, I'd have to go with Alex Trebek. He's Canadian? I think he, he, was, he was Canadian, yeah. Was he? I gotta Google that. I don't believe you. But that's a great, why <laughs> Alex Trebek? I mean, I watched I watched Jeopardy every oh, night. Oh shit, he with, is uh, Canadian. Uh, yeah, he was with, um, born in Greater Sudbury, Sud- Sudbury, Ontario, uh, north of here, just uh, not too far off of Lake Superior. Huh. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, Sudbury, home of the giant nickel and uh, and Jeopardy. That's a great a- pick. That's a great. Then pick. you get some like hockey players, like you know Wendell Clark, Ty Domi, Doug Gilmore. Yeah. Uh, anyone here i'm trying to think of any canadian celebrities that aren't but i mean i'd be remiss if i didn't mention the hearts like owen hart is my favorite wrestler of all time but for the longest time it was brett 
but it was posthumously through like shoot interviews and hearing about his ribs and right. watching some of his matches, including some of his from Japan with like Jushin Liger. My God, it it turned into Owen. So who the Hart family? Uh, how big are the Hearts in Canada to people who don't watch wrestling? Like, are they in, still in my- like? Like, there's people in Memphis who don't know or watch wrestling, but they know Jerry the King Lawler. Like, is it the same thing in Canada? People just don't or aren't in the wrestling bubble. Are they, the Hearts, like, a, a home, uh, a household named outside of the wrestling community in Canada? I can't speak for Ontario, but I think they they would be. Like, I, I've been watching wrestling since about 94. Mm. And, and back then, like, pe- people were telling me about Bret Hart, and I'm just like, I don't know who Bret Hart. I, I kind of know who like the Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, and the Ultimate Warrior were, but through them I discovered Bret. Uh, Bret is decently well known back then. I don't know about today because you know Bret hasn't been active in wrestling since the the late nineties. Right. But it. But even like him having a stroke in two thousand two while he was riding his bike that that made mainstream news like Owen Hart falling to his death made mainstream news because of their connection to Canada. Hmm. Of course. All right. And uh, you're a big hockey fan. You're a fucking Maple Leafs and you're Blue Jays. Is it hard being a fan of teams that just aren't good? Yes. Uh, the Maple <laughs> Leafs game is dude. Uh, the Maple Leafs game is go is uh, going on as we speak. And uh, I could turn on, like, my TV's right here. I could turn it on and find out. But, uh, yeah, the Coyotes are winning 2 nothing, so I don't need to throw that crap on anyways. Uh, yeah, the, the Leafs, the last time they got so close was being one game away from the finals in 2 And overtime against the Carolina Hurricanes, friggin' Rod Brindamore, just breaking my heart. And then there's every playoff for the past five years. So, it's difficult. The Jays, like, I'm not as passionate about baseball as I am about hockey. Like, to, to be honest, I don't like hockey as much as I used to. Mm. It's like some of the rules have changed. You know, like, I, I'm old school. Like, I, I'm a Don Cherry guy. So right. I like my, I like, you know, not the <clears throat> outspoken in certain ways like he is. <laughs> but I, I like my my scrapping. I like my old-time hockey. So, you know, the Broad Street, the Broad Street Bullies, the Clark, like Wendell Clark, Tyomi, like all these people. Uh, I like the fighting. I like the physicality in hockey. Uh, did did hockey originate in Canada? Like, is hockey a native Canadian sport, or is it something like Canada adopted? I don't know the origins of hockey. I I, quite, I don't I don't know that either. But our national sport is actually lacrosse. Like, hockey's our favorite sport by right. far. Yeah, but like, it, if you're gonna go like, because like. Baseball has to be like the American one, right? It's America's pastime. Uh, I th- I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna also Google this. I'm gonna guess it's America's national sport or football. Like, well, American football. I, I was I was gonna say like uh, countries. That's Turkey. I don't need to care about Turkey. United States baseball. Yeah. So national sport is baseball, but by far the most popular sport is football. Like by far, by far, it's football. I know. I. I, 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 I scroll through a lot of TikToks, so I, especially during the NFL season, go Chiefs, I, I know this. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's. Okay. Pretzels, pretzels. Oh. Tell me about your pretzels, man. Well, I just, 
I, I cooking is one of my other, other favorite things I like to do. I like to experiment in the kitchen. I like to just uh, grab something or look something up online. I'm like, I don't make that. So I thought one day, like I had a hankering for just like a good, big, soft pretzel. And I didn't want to go all the way to the Owen Sound attack game up here, uh, Ontario hockey league to go find out. Well, what's the easiest way to do it? Cause I'm not good at actually baking bread, doing dough, yeast, all that shit. So Pillsbury pizza dough. Okay. Let's unroll that. Let's see what I can do here. And I made them a few times. Then I found the way to master them. So I'll, I'll give you the steps here. Anyone who wants to make pretzels, pretzels, uh, by all means, just buy a tub of Pillsbury pizza dough, unroll that, roll them into balls. You get the, the baking soda, boil it, boil water with baking soda. That's how you get that golden brown on like a, even like a bag of like rolled gold pretzels. Egg, egg wash, sea salt, and I have uh, my secret weapon, everything bagel spice, like my, my favorite topping for it. 425 Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is for the States. 15 yeah, we, minutes we in use, the oven. We use Fahrenheit. Uh, baking, we do Fahrenheit. Yeah, we do. T- well, I, I do too, because that's just the default setting on my oven. You pop it in the oven, 425 for 15 minutes, and you have Pretzels Pretzels. I don't know where the name came about. I remember always hearing about Wetzel's Pretzels in the States. Just I, I thought of a quote Wetzel's, from the show. Wetzel's Pretzels are amazing, for the record. I think I think it was like just... It was mentioned in passing on How I Met Your Mother by Robin. And I'm just like, pretzels, pretzels. I'm like, what? Fretzels? Like, boom, there it is. I, I still want to get like a logo made for that. So, uh, Ricky, let's let's talk about that someday, dude. Because <laughs> that, that would be great. And I, yeah, I, I love baking. I love cooking. Like, even, even today, I was just doing some random stuff like garlic chicken and garlic bread out of a pizza crust. Just easy. Yeah, I was going to cook tonight, but... uh I got off of work, got a headache. I went to the store to buy some milk for the recipe I didn't end up cooking. And the next thing you know, uh, I had like 45 minutes before the show was going to start recording this. So I was like, well, noodles it is. <laughs> Quick thing of ramen noodles. I'll cook I'll cook tomorrow. I'll cook on Sunday or Monday. And then I, I cook a few times a week. I do my best. Yeah, I'm I'm a meal planner guy because mm. depending on the depending on the week, say like tomorrow I work until eight, and then Saturday and Sunday I work uh, seven thirty in the morning. So I'll meal plan for those days. But any other one, I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll just make something. I'll put it in the crock pot, and I have five meals just like that. Boom. Oh, crock pots! I've been telling my girlfriend she's got to get a crock pot because they're a lifesaver. She also likes to meal prep, and now it's like, dude, just get a crock pot. You throw some water. You just throw, make you make a stew. It's throw a bunch of beef and vegetables in there. And then you're good to go. Easy. And, and my sister-in-law sells Epicure, so it makes it even better. Mm. I don't know. If you guys have that down there? It's kind of like Avon, but with food. No, I maybe. I don't know. The United States is a big place. It's so it's so goddamn different. Is Are they, uh, the territories? Is that what they're called in Canada? Territories? Yeah, Northwest Territories, Yukon, and Nunavut. Right. Is it, or is it... Like Ontario is a province. Province. Yeah, let's call them province. Yeah, it's a province. So it's yes. provinces, territories. That's the closest thing you guys got to what we would call states. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know the story about why the North is called territories, but Nunavut, it, it used to be just part of Northwest Territories until they figured there was some kind of dividing line or right. maybe they 
wanted to be a thing like uh, like Quebec wanting to separate from Canada in 95 which would be strange they'd be their own country in the middle of another country yet Alaska is attached to the Yukon up here so yeah it's not weird me bought it from Russia right <laughs> like imagine oh all, yeah imagine that imagine that um so does, do, the, do the provinces have different laws like like states do? It's like is there state laws or is it only federal Canadian law and local law? I I'm not very familiar with what what laws are different up here, honestly, Will. But I know that uh, by province, like well, COVID wise, our provinces were different. Like Quebec, they were like straight up hardcore they, they they had a curfew like an 8 p.m 9 p.m curfew and if you were out on the streets at curfew like i was watching all these tiktoks like oh police are out patrolling just chasing you into your home basically yeah oh that's or, or someone weird, weird someone would would blare like the purge torn and they'd be like we're all gonna die <laughs> on like, ontario where like doug, like doug ford is a moron a bigger moron than his brother was and but he didn't. He didn't go that far. So Americans have this kind of. I don't know what it is about them, but they think everything they do matters to the rest of the world. Like America, yep. they think of American the American news cycle as the global news cycle. So, and you know, in, I'm sorry, in Canada, from a Canadian's perspective, you guys got your own shit going on, your own politics. Now, it was it was reversed a few weeks ago with that whole yep. trucker rally. But I guess in in your community and I guess Canadians in general, how in tune are you really with the American news cycle? Not in the slightest. Like I, I would I always kept track well mostly through like through you guys or through yeah. Other like half of my, half of my friends that I have in wrestling are all in the states. Like you know, you guys and Ant and and Nate and all these people. And yeah. it's just through interactions with them or just watching things on social media. Like I'm I'm a very observant person. Like you, you can't tell. Like it, it, when it comes to anything, so I'm like, okay, I'm watching my friends who are in a relationship. I haven't been in one in a long time. I don't intend to be one in one for a long time. But if the time comes, I'm like. Okay, I remember what to do, what not to do. So <laughs> let's 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 keep let's keep my mental notes up here. Right. And yeah, we we got our we don't keep track of it. And if anything, we have we we have our version of uh, what's the what's like the talk like talk show hosts that make fun of things in politics, like Trevor Noah, late like night. you guys late have night, late night late, late night late night yeah or Stephen Colbert. Like I I love Stephen Colbert. Yeah, Colbert and, is uh, a late who, show. Who was the, the guy? Or the that, Tonight Show. I'm trying to think. Was Let, it John Stewart? John Stewart was the Daily Show. Yes, yeah. the, the guy that came out at SummerSlam on John Cena. <laughs> yes. Why? Yes. Why? But we have our own like political humor up here. It's called This Hour Has 22 Minutes and Rick Mercer. So anytime I'm watching that and it references like making fun of Biden or Trump or something like that, that's what we get. We don't keep track of it up here, but I live in a very conservative part of Ontario. Uh, right very very redneck i mean i'm a, i'm one i mean i'm not ashamed to admit that i'm a redneck i grew up in like surrounded by farms so it's it's very that kind of mentality up here so and if and some of it can be uh negative if you know what i mean based on who would they vote for right right so what do you, what do you think of americans you you i'm not asking like general canadian this is you mr fretz in particular what you think of 
like America, our culture, our society, our people, and what the fuck we're doing in the world. It's like, what is your opinion on the United States? A loaded well, question. I, 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 okay. Uh, so first off, like most of the Americans that I've came across are, are, are like, are decent people. Yeah. They're good. I, if, I, if you're I, agree, I agree with that. On- <laughs> most of us are decent yeah. people. Ha- yeah, hardworking, honest, and and if I, and if I can offer one, it, it could be a criticism because uh, the please, last time please, I went, by all means. So I I've been to the states a bunch of times. Like I used to go, I went to Six Flags Darien Lake one year mm. uh, for a Christian music festival called Kingdom Bound. I saw Skillet. They're a band that, well, if you follow them, they recently made some pretty negative comments towards people who are deconstructing their faith. And I took very much offense to that. So no, no love to them, but you also saw like your other Christian weird bands, but I've been me and my friend drove from where I am now to San Diego once too. So my criticism is, is this was especially evident right after nine 11 that Hmm. you're patriotic, but holy shit, tone it down just a little bit. Like the post 9-11 patriotism, like Spider-Man running in front of the flag. Okay, first movie, I clapped. I, I'm like, okay, that's that's cool. Second movie, uh, third movie, holy fuck, move on. I mean, most tragic day in American history, dude. I can tell you exactly what I did on that day, but... The patriotism's a bit much, but now with the trucker rally, uh, we're starting to get that up here. So <laughs> you know, we gonna, all got to tone it down. I'm not gonna lie, Mr. Fritz. Your point is a hundred percent valid. Where I need to tone it down, but 9/11 is a terrible example to use because that. My apologies. Because that is something that Americans need more of. That post 9/11, because that's when we were unified. As a people. Yes. Right? I admire that. So your, your sentiment is correct. The whole rah-rah America needs to be toned down. But also on the flip side, the doom and gloom America also needs to be toned down. Yes. So I I, I, I love it because I think that's a very accurate portrayal of Americans. Dude. Just tone it the fuck down, man. Live and let live. That's right. I'll I'll never forget. Uh, oh, it was oh five oh six. I was at Darien Lake, and like every night they had an extravagant fireworks display. Mm. And uh, I love them. Like can like Canada Day last year, I was missing the fireworks because of COVID lockdowny whatever bullshit up here. And I was watching it, and then like okay, the Canadian flag goes off, so you me I, I'm cheering because you know Canada. And then you had. Uh, What's that? Uh, who's it? Was it Toby Keith that did that? Like, I'm proud to be an American. Probably, it sounds like him. Yeah, so it, it, it's 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 a country song. Like, I like a little bit of country, but Garth Brooks is where I'll draw the line. But real, like, real, okay, real that, that's cool. Yeah, every everyone's going nuts. I mean, when I went to that Oshawa House show, this was uh, May of 2003. So you guys, I think you guys would have just been going into Afghanistan or yeah. been there for a bit. Um, I believe I'm going to be so wrong about this. I should know this. I believe Iraq might have been 03. No, okay. Iraq was probably and, earlier. Afghanistan is probably 03. Well, okay, let me, well, let me, we, let me Google it real quick. Well, we played at that house show. We did play the U.S. national anthem. 
And we're like, it got a pop. I mean, we we were pol- I mean, for one thing, Canadians are known as we're known as being polite. Yes. Well, to to a point, because even we have our breaking point. <laughs> All right. So we we invaded Afghanistan on October seventh, two thousand one. So we went in real quick. Yeah, you did. Now let me look up Iraq. Iraq. That was May March twentieth, two thousand three. The May first, two thousand three. So we just finished up in Iraq. Um, when that's when your story oh, happened. Yeah, you you might have had some people there. I, I I had a co- I had a cousin that was in the military, and he he was over there. He was I think he was in Afghanistan, mm. but he wasn't a um a soldier. I think he was i uh, I'm gonna probably botch this, but an inspector or something. I don't know what exactly it was, but he, yeah, he was doing that. And we, and we did it for you guys. So like, okay, like we were polite. Yay. Yay. Uh, we didn't start a USA chant, but yay. All right, Fretz. That's really, that's all I got for you, man. We already spoke for a quick hour and man, it goes by so fast, which just means I'm sure there's a lot we can get into, which means we just got to bring you back and do it all over again. Thank you so much for doing this, Fretz. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Will. I've been really looking forward to this. Uh, yeah, I hope to do it again with you sometime. We've said we're going to do it. We finally did it. But, Fretz, as always, uh, the last question goes to the guests. I was glad to do this with Kay Murphy, so Kay Murphy, forgive me. I'll bring you back again. Uh, but if there's anything you've ever wanted to ask me, now is your chance. Oh, uh, you really put me on the spot here. You can always, if you ask you me can always plead advance. the fifth, which in America means you don't have to answer. Yeah. <laughs> if you ask me this in advance... I would, but oh, but can I mind now? Uh, what what made you think that I was a science teacher or a chemistry teacher, dude? I have no idea. I didn't. I didn't even see you. I didn't see a picture of you. I heard the name Mister Fretz, and my brain just went science teacher. Like half the times, especially on Kings of the Rings, because I don't do any prep for that show. I just watch wrestling. I just hop in and just start talking. I don't know what I'm gonna say. Until five minutes, it's already out of my mouth. Like five minutes later, I speak. I'm just like, why did I say that? I don't know, but I did it. So it's what felt right at the time. It's just what my it's what my gut feeling was telling me <laughs> that he's a science teacher. No, okay, yeah. Well, I I only took science in grade nine and ten. I almost bombed them because I came from an old curriculum. Mm. I only needed two sciences. Like that's it. I'm done with this shit. I'm out. All right. And we are going to be out. But Mr. Fretz, the last thing I got to do is let you plug your shit. So anything you want to plug, uh, your podcast, your socials, Restaurant Radio, anything you want, my friend, the floor is yours. All right. So you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Yes, I actually do that now at Fretzelmania. That's F-R-E-T-Z-L-E mania. Uh, my podcast is uh, Fretzelmania podcast where I just talk about mostly retro wrestling. Like at the week that, uh, that we're recording this, I am – doing WrestleMania six with uh, an old friend. I, I went to high school with who, who found the show through another friend of mine from high school. And we went, he, he went to the same small town high school as me. And now he's a music uh, musician, but we can talk about that another day too. Yep. And it's retro wrestling. I've been going through the brand split era on SmackDown. So I'm just about to hit judgment day, 2002 and that's what I've been doing lately. I went through the invasion angle. Oh my gosh, that was awful. And it's yeah, a lot of retro stuff, man. Gotta love it. And my name, of course, is Will Tarashuk. This has been a talking 
with Terrorstruck Podcast. Uh, thank you to my guest, Mr. Fretz, a good friend, a phenomenal human being, and so happy that one day I'm going to be able to meet him and buy him a beer and sit down and shoot the shit like we've been doing right now on a Talking with Terrorstruck Podcast. If you want to find more of me talking shit with my friends or people, authors, uh, anyone I've talked to, baseball people, I don't know, go to my feed. You know where it is, ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com or anywhere podcasts can be found. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe button, anywhere and anywhere we can be found. Help my podcast get seen by the world. And if you want to be a guest on this podcast, just make me go, ooh, that's interesting. If you make me go, ooh, I'll book you. It's that simple. It really is. So shoot your shot at will, at, not at will, uh, to my email, will at APSpodcast.com. That's A-P-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. So next time we'll be back with, I don't know. We'll see. I already have them booked. We're going to keep it a secret. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs>